What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Real quick before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this particular podcast originally aired on my YouTube channel. And uh, that's where most of my content these days will originate. We're really trying to get the YouTube channel working hard for us. So uh, I'll always make an effort to try to get them, at least the audio version, uploaded to the podcast for your listening pleasure. But if you want to have a little change of scenery and check out the video format of this podcast, it's over on my YouTube channel. And I'd really appreciate your support by clicking that subscribe button and helping me push those YouTube algorithms around and spreading this message to more like-minded people out there. So um, I just want to throw that out there. So without further ado, though, I really appreciate you being here and enjoy this episode of the Ketogenic Bodybuilding Podcast with yours truly, Rob Goodwin. So it's been about two months, maybe longer. I've lost track since I've been here and I've produced any content whatsoever. And it's really, really good to be back. I have to be honest with you. I'm excited to be back doing this YouTube thing until I took a hiatus. It had really become something that I cherished doing as much as humanly possible, anywhere I could fit it into my schedule. And I had sort of committed myself post-retirement from competitive bodybuilding that this would kind of be the thing. Apart from coaching, which will always be my first love, that this would be the thing that I would focus hard on going into 2023 and beyond. And at that time, I'd made it very known that, you know, I was going through a bit of a personal evolution coming off of competitive bodybuilding for nearly 10 years. And Bert, doing pretty well. I did pretty well. I enjoyed it. I had some success. I learned a lot. And I cherish all of those moments, all the suffering, all the craziness of what has to be the craziest sport out there. And I made a decision to retire to focus on performance and longevity. You see, way back in the early 2000s, I had went on a journey of living a more primal lifestyle. I discovered the whole ancestral health community as it was just blossoming. You know, it was just becoming a thing. And that was coming off of a decade of being steeped heavily in the crazy world of 90s hardcore bodybuilding culture. And that was cool. But I came to find out that that lifestyle was also not serving me well from a health level, from a, from a fitness level. And that's when I do what I always do. And I dove in headfirst down multiple rabbit holes and discovered the paleo diet, which clearly would lead to the ancestral health community and all the things that went with it. And this was in the early, early era of that. So it was kind of a cool, exciting time. And, you know, it was, I felt a bit unique to be a part of that. 
And I realized very quickly, as cool as it was at the time, that living a primal lifestyle in this modern culture, you couldn't really do it the way a lot of these, well, we call them influencers now, but the way a lot of these experts and authors of the time tried to express how you could fall back to your primal ancestral roots and live that way. And we know that the world we live in today, the culture we live in today, is nothing like it was 10,000 years ago, 100,000 years ago, or even further back, clearly. So I like to live what I call just more of a modern primal lifestyle, or what I call hyperprimal, which is just simply a cool term that I think sounds neat that I use to describe living a more modern primal lifestyle or having a more of a modern primal approach in this modern age to what our ancestors did hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of years ago. Because I refuse to, as you know, fall into the dogmatic approach and all the zealotry of my way or the highway that my experience as a coach and a trainer over these years, if it's taught me anything, it has taught me specifically and clearly that everyone is an individual. And I would never be pigeonholed into some certain, you know, uh, specific ideology. There are a couple of things that we can all agree on that would never be a good idea. Consuming industrial seed oils, for example, or, uh, you know, not being active or not getting sunlight. These are all things that we can all agree on. But there are so many variables intertwined with that that may be open for debate or left to particular individual translation based on the individual, their needs, their desires, their lifestyle, what they can sustain. So as a coach, I make that judgment call along with the client, and we try to find that happy place, if that exists, of finding that right balance that still lends toward the lifestyle that they're going to be able to sustain and find the most optimal approach to health, fitness, longevity, and even the aesthetic benefit that they're looking for. How do you want to look, right? So that's been my goal and my journey over the last, you know, better part, uh, you know, of 2022. And the goal was to really dive in with both feet and test the waters of that and really establish my own identity in this very convoluted, muddied space of the ancestral health, keto, carnivore community, whatever the hell you want to call it. And then on March the 27th, everything sort of fell apart in my world. And I'm not here to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not here to be, you know, a buzzkill. But I want to give you a brief history of what I went through and some of the things some of the places I wound up and where my head's at now based on those experiences and that, you know, traumatic couple of months that I just went through. On March the 27th, my father called me late in the day to tell me that my mother, uh, he was taking my mother to the hospital. My, just for context, my mother had been fighting cancer successfully for a while. It started back in, I believe it was 2019 very successfully, and then it returned in different spots. And uh, through most of 
2022. Uh, she was back in the ring again, duking, duking it out with cancer again and fighting the good fight as she always does to this day, especially in light of what she went through in the last few months, the toughest human being I've ever known and probably ever will know. So some of the cancer returned and over the course of time in early 2023, she had been noticing some major weakness in her legs, her lower extremities, and just not feeling herself and had really lost a lot of appetite. And on March the 27th, I actually visited her that morning or mid afternoon after work and checked in on her and she was okay, but clearly weak. And there was some concern and she had just given some blood and was having a blood test done and the, waiting for the results of that. Fast forward several hours, I got the call that night. It was a, I believe it was a Monday. Don't fact check me on that. Uh, the last few months have been a blur, but she was rushed to the hospital. She came, was rushed to the local hospital in the community where I live. They did some scans, they did a CT scan and the staff there determined that it was bigger than them and she needed to be airlifted to the much larger hospital uh, here in uh, central North Carolina um, that has a staggering reputation and the ability to handle the uncertain circumstances of what she was going through with this, she was having major abdominal pain to the point of absolutely excruciating. We found out that she had some sort of a growth on her liver, which had erupted and spread major infection all through the body. Well, then began a series of, you know, surgeries and complications and major lows, some highs, a little bit of hope sprinkled in there. Ultimately, she was sent home in the hopes that she may recover and then be able to resume her cancer treatments. Well, as it turned out, things never really got any better. Um, and after even a couple of uh, visits back to the hospital, it was determined that the best course of action would be to send her home to be with her family and just be comfortable if that's possible in light of the situation that she was faced with. So I pretty much became basically a full-time caregiver. I lived at their home. I'm an only child, fun fact. Helping my dad, um, who gave everything of himself to take care of his wife, my mother, of 55 years of marriage. Um, they got married when she was 16 and he was 19. I came out a little over a year later. And uh, that's all they knew. So I didn't want him to fight that fight alone. So I stayed there and it was around the clock care for the most part, helping her in every way possible. She was immobile, couldn't walk. And uh, long story short, um, she was transferred to a hospice facility and uh, on May the 15th, she lost her fight and she passed. 
that was a very bittersweet time. But I guess the point I'm trying to make with this is not not to give you some you know depressing story. Um, during that time that I was a caregiver and spending all that time with her, I was in a, a lot of hospital rooms, waiting rooms, speaking with physicians, seeing a lot of sick people. And unfortunately, when you have the background that I do and you've been around the things that I've been around and you, and you believe the things that I believe wholeheartedly about centralized medicine and centralized factory healthcare. During that time, I continued to delve down the rabbit holes that I generally delve down with the time on my hands of being a full-time caregiver. Whenever there was time at my disposal, I chose to use that time trying to expand my knowledge on a variety of different things that had to do with the health and wellness and longevity space, things that I'm interested in anyway. And here I am today, we're back. This YouTube channel, which will also be duplicated and replicated on my audio podcast that you can get on Spotify, iTunes, and elsewhere, will be more heavily devoted to performance via health while focus on focusing on longevity. I'll be 55 years old in November of this year. My goal now is, as it has been, especially in light of stepping away from the rigors and the physical abuse that one can get trying to do physique competition, like any sport or you know, activity where you have to give all of yourself for a period of time. So anyway, so anyway, my, my goal now is to, you know, as a full-time coach now, not only, only being the best version of myself that I can possibly be, but now as I've went through these experiences and it sort of took me through a brief but profound and very meaningful evolution of sorts, in my own life and how I look at the world and I look at health and vitality and wellness and optimizing every aspect of your life to be the best human being you can be. So long story short, I hope you'll stick around my channel and if you're not a subscriber, if you do me the honor of hitting the subscribe button and sticking around, I promise to try to be as dynamic and diverse as I can possibly be navigating through this crazy health, fitness, performance world and landscape that I possibly can. And I will always do it in a way, and I will continue to do it in a way where I'm the boots on the ground. What does that mean? There are some phenomenal people out there. You don't need another, you know, uh, doctor, you know, that's sort of seen the light talking to you about the hard science of carnivore diets and animal-based diets and ancestral health principles and, you know, health biohacking and, you know, longevity hacks and the effects of sunlight and the ill effects of modern technology like non-native EMF and 5G and Wi-Fi, for God's sake. 
we know that stuff's bad, but maybe it's time for me to continue to show you in real time how common folks like most of us are can combat these things. And I can share my experiences and my trials and my experiments throughout and share these experiences with you. Some of you might be saying, hey, I came here to, you know, get big muscles and get jacked. Well, we're going to talk about that, too. I love bodybuilding. I'm going to go ahead and reinforce this statement again, which I've done many, many times. If you have a goal of maximizing or sustaining as much lean muscle mass as you can, which every human being should, and while exposing that lean muscular physique with as little body fat as possible while still maintaining good hormonal health and trying to maintain a high optimized level of health performance and vitality, then you are a bodybuilder. So yes, I will still talk about getting jacked in the gym, uh, but I'm also going to tell you why there are so many other areas of this synergistic way of living that you can incorporate to make yourself the most optimized human being possible, borrowing from our ancestral past, combining that with the very best of the new technology that's out there, and then making sure that we pick apart the parts of this modern culture that affect us poorly, subtracting those and showing you how to do that as effectively as possible without it completely disrupting your lifestyle. That's another thing. I see all of these influencers, especially in the carnivore community, that have adopted a very my way or the highway, it's this way or nothing at all approach that I think is terribly unhealthy. And those people are doing no better than the vegans for the most part, especially in the terms of how they express the information and their beliefs. You're not going to get that from me. I think the best compliment I ever got in my life was from Dr. Ted Naiman, somebody I greatly admire and respect, who said when we were off air after an interview and we were talking about some of the bullshit in the carnivore and keto world, and he said, you know, Rob, you are the antidote to the keto community and the fitness space. And I truly appreciated that because he knew that my ultimate objective was to find the most narrow path and the most specific course of action to helping the individuals that I work with, as well as the community of people who gather on social media platforms like this to help them find the best path for themselves that they can sustain so they can get the very most out of their lives and try to shun the things that are bogging them down. And we realize there are going to be transgressions in people's diets and activity and things are going to happen. And I'm not going to yell at somebody and finger wag at somebody and make them feel like a redhead stepchild just because they might have had a cup of coffee or even though I told them they shouldn't have a pair of wireless ear pods in their head, which you shouldn't do. I had to get off of that one myself, but I digress. 
So anyway, here I am back on YouTube and there's lots of content coming, barring any other traumatic events that might land in my lap, God forbid. The first half of, uh, the first half of 2023 has been bittersweet and it's kind of sucked. But sometimes there is beauty in sadness. Sometimes there is hope in trauma. This world, this lifestyle, this plain existence that we live on, there is always a balance. And when you emerge from the dark, you will always emerge to light. Not to sound too corny, but it's true. I've really learned that there is a balance. And it's, it's even though there were moments where I was pissed as hell at the entire universe, it hardened me and strengthened my resolve and did callous my hope for the future and realize that, hey, we're all in charge of that. You know, we can wake up and choose to take a positive course of action in our day, or we can choose to piss and moan and let it affect us and take over our lives. I hope you would choose to choose hope and pull your damn big boy and big girl panties on and get out there and make a difference and enact positive change. So I hope you'll come along with me or continue to as we keep traveling down this road. And uh, I think once again, through this experience, through great trauma, through great pain and sadness, I hope that I can learn from much of that and emerge a better human being, a better husband, a better father, a better grandfather, a better friend, a better coach, a better trainer, a better mentor. And I hope that will come across in these crazy videos that I will continue to do. And I also intend to be far more transparent in my entire life, fitness, personal, whatever, just the things that I enjoy that I feel maybe you can pull something out of that may be of slight benefit to somebody out there watching. I'm gonna throw that shit on there too and not so concerned about <laughs> looking like an ass on camera, which I do regularly. And so far it's worked out okay. So anyway, it's great to be back. I've got such an incredible outpouring from some of you who didn't know what was going on and many just wondered what the hell happened to me. And I appreciate that. Um, once again, through tra tragedy, through sadness, hope emerges. We can learn from it, we can be better from it and we can keep digging, keep fighting, keep, keep swinging. My mother did to the bitter end. There was a moment, she passed on a Monday. The Wednesday prior to that Monday, she had what the hospice nurses called uh, a rebound. She had had several bad days, fairly unresponsive, hadn't talked to her. And on that Wednesday, she just woke up and had this bright smile on her face, almost like this, just almost like she was just filled with joy. And she had this vibe of almost like an innocent little girl. And in that moment, 
We talked. We joked. She knew who I was. She mentioned my daughter. She mentioned my grandson by name. She even mentioned Angus, my stinky bulldog. She laughed a couple of times. The smile never left her face, the entire conversation, which lasted two hours. And then at one point, I opened the blinds on the hospice room, and she turned her head, and I said, what are you looking at? She said, I'm looking at the pretty leaves. And then she noticed a bird. She pointed out the bird, and her smile widened even more, and it was just this beautiful moment. And I felt like that was the day that we parted ways, because that was the day that I was gifted a short moment of just this simple joy that I don't think I, I will ever see duplicated again for the rest of my life. And it was a beautiful thing. So, <laughs> hug a loved one today. Tell those around you that you appreciate how much you appreciate them. Do something for someone. Because at the end of the day, your care for others is your true measure of greatness. And I fall short all the time, but I at least wake up every day trying to live by that standard. So I look forward to speaking with you guys again real soon. I'm excited to be back. I feel like this video is kind of me like, you know, breaking the seal on coming back and doing this again and being involved again in this cool community. This is one of the things one of the positives that we have in our modern technological world that we can broadcast information to a massive audience throughout the world and be able to reach more and more people. Technology is like a gun. You can either use it for wonderful things and save lives, or you can use it for diabolical acts. So I choose to try to be positive with it and use this as a window to be able to share time with so many wonderful people out there. All right, so please come back, hit the notification bell because there's gonna be more of these and I want you to know about it. Please share this with a friend, help me grow this channel because I'm more committed now to it than ever. And until next time, train hard, diet harder, get some sun on your skin, breathe some fresh air, Put your bare feet in the grass, and above all else, hug someone and have a great day.